All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of What's What BR. We have a special guest with us today. We have Tressa Fuller. Tressa, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am willing to write a check for the weather we've had this week every day. Yes, I will co-sign on that check. <laughs> I, my wife and I, I think we said, I don't think our air conditioner's turned on. I don't think anything like even needs turned on. It's just like kind of set at like a 60 nine 70 degrees in the house and Perfect. and i'm not yelling at my kids for leaving the door open you know i'm like you know what i'm okay with it right now so. yeah it's gonna be a little warmer but yes we'll take what we can get exactly so tell me what uh what's the short background for people who don't know you are working in the hr side of things and over at total but tell me a little about yourself so i know a little bit but you know for all the uh, newbies sure. here sure well, um, I have been working in the HR industry for ooh, about 20 years um, and in many different capacities from a recruiter to generalist and director and now currently as a talent developer. I've worked with the Shaw Group that has later become CBNI and then Aptum and local firms such as CSRS and um, premium inspection is testing. And now again with Total, a petrochemical company that uh, headquarters is in France, as a matter of fact. So it's 100,000 plus employees worldwide. Wow, that's pretty impressive. That's yeah. pretty large company. That's a lot to manage. And so what was the word you said? Was it personal development or development or? Talent development. Talent development, there we go. Yes, yeah. talent developer is my title. So tell me, what is what is that? You know, we've talked yeah. about, you know, you talked a little bit before, you know, kind of we went from like <laughs> IQ, EQ, you know, let you kind of run yeah. through some of that. <laughs> yes, well, talent development is all part of talent management now, um, as it's called. Of course, these names change throughout the years, but it's developing employees basically for tomorrow. We want to attract, retain, have engaged, productive employees, and we want them to be ready for and have the skill sets for tomorrow. We are in an ever-evolving and changing world, and we want to ensure that those employees have those skill sets that are going to be needed for future goals and objectives for the company. It's, I think this is... <clears throat> I think it's awesome Total's seen this, you know, because what I've noticed in talking with different companies is people I think are, if you're not looking forward enough, you're going to end up in some problems. I know some other groups have run into where technology is progressing faster, you know, than the training of the employee and the employees working doing a job. And so they don't exactly have the ability to go to school, you know, to learn, you know, kind of that new skill or what's the next thing and technology is moving around. So it's like, we have to invest, you know, in the employees and a lot of people don't do that. You know, they don't they look at it as you got the job, do the job. And it's like, well, what if the job changes, you know, and how do we, you know, how do we move these things? You know, how do we, how do we prepare that worker? And then how do we make that worker feel you know, safe to where they can get back home to their family at night? How do we make them feel, you know, yeah. that they're valid, you know, that the company cares enough to invest in them? And that sounds yes. kind of right where you are. 
It is. I think, and I love the fact that companies are seeing this as valuable to their organization. Um, it's interesting because uh, in a couple of the other organizations that I've um, been working and just, um, just in the overall HR groups that I'm in with other HR professionals, one of the discussions are is that employees tend to expect the company to provide stable employment for them. You know, as Generation Xers, we're always, well, I'm not sure if you're a Generation Xer, but Generation X <laughs> believe that, <laughs> maybe a millennial, believe that we work hard, we work hard, we work hard, and we stay on track, and we just move up the ladder, and then we'll be at the top. Well, things have changed, times have changed, and what we found is that the millennials, when they came in, they were leapfrogging over the Generation Xers for some of those positions. And then while we were waiting, the Xers were waiting for baby boomers to retire, you notice baby boomers didn't retire, they're still working. So now in the workforce, you have the traditionalists, you have the baby boomers, you have Xers, millennials, and now the Zs. And we're all working together. And I would say a nice harmonious atmosphere and sometimes not so harmonious because we all kind of want the same things, right? We want uh, opportunities at the job. We want leadership roles. We want work-life balance. We want a little fun. We want high compensated salary. So we all really want the same things, but maybe the traditionalist baby boomers want some retirement as well included in that. Well, for the record, I am an Xer, not the millennial. I'm going to have to like, just draw the line there, make sure that it's, you know, we're all good. Are you on the cusp, though? You know, there's a cusp where you kind of... I think the cusp, they say, is what, like, you know, like 83, 84? I'm not yeah. there. I'm older than that. So I'm in the 40s, you know, right now. So I'm a hard X, capital X. And I'm about to make sure that I stay. It's... It is amazing, you know, to see, you know, the differences. I was talking with somebody the other day and we were explaining that, you know, with the workforce changing, I think we did, I think we did the math. It's, I keep getting this wrong. And I think I've talked about it on the show before not to look it up. So I know it. it's two or three years, I think in two or three years, everyone entering the workforce never knew life without an iPhone. Like, that's it's just their entire like from when they were born there was an iphone you know that's they've you know moved you know to that and what they you know when you look at that in that generation you've got people in the same facility like one never known anything but an iphone another i don't want to have anything to do with an iphone you know it's like i saw you know a video the other day that was somebody was talking about they were talking about that this is a telephone and talking to a younger kid and they were like no yes. It's a phone. They were like, no, it's that phone is short for telephone. The guy was like, what are you making words up now? No, phone is short for <laughs> smartphone. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, you completely missed all this. And so, <laughs> so it's, it is, you've got all these different generations that all have different values and what's important to them. And then true Louisiana style, we make a gumbo out of all of it and put everybody together. And true Louisiana the, style, yes. The same things that are, you can't just one, you know, one size fits all, you know, right. It's, you've right. got to be able to work with these groups differently on what's important. You know, we've talked, I talked with someone the other day and I'm finding it more and more in it. I, I like to hear it where they were saying, you know, look, I, the money is not even the time off more important to me than the money. 
And Mm -hmm. it's amazing how many times I'll see companies that they just, they don't ask, you know, they sit in a room, they make decisions and kind of dole it out. And it's like, well, why aren't you happy about this? And it's like, what do you mean? Like you tried to appease everyone with one solution. Why don't you just go ask what they wanted, you know, and get some feedback. So Yes, that would be a a bit difficult, but you made a great point that everyone has different needs and desires. And so you're right. Uh, You can find that maybe perhaps our Z's and millennials are wise, maybe want higher compensation and a greater work-life balance. We were always told too, that they also believe in the environment and change and they love to help. And so they were about charitable giving and community involvement. And maybe not so much with the traditionalists and the Xers, but I just think it's just to all, everyone is unique and they all have their individual reasons on why they do the things that they do. But that's why development is important because it's unique to that person. And we're in talent development, we're assisting employees, not so, and gently guiding because we want that employee to have ownership of their career, have ownership of that development, because once they're 100% engaged and involved in their own development, then they will be more adept to achieving that goal and objective that they have, opposed to it being forced upon them. So that's the great thing that we do is try to motivate. We have insight. We use different various testing measures, such as uh, personality assessments, career assessments, to help that employee kind to help them to determine what their goals and objectives, their passions, if that's what they're going for, you know, what are their career aspirations? That's, you know, that reminds me of a story. Um, the abbreviated version was there was a guy, you know, he was working in the fields and he picked oranges and, you know, loaded them into the basket and brought them into the warehouse. And he did this for like 40 years. And eventually, you know, someone from the company came and said, you know, Hey, you've been doing this, you know, you need to get out of the fields. We're going to put you in, you know, as a manager, you know, and you can manage ones and you'll be able to sit. And like, so they moved him. And then two weeks later, he came and put his resignation in and said, you know, they're like, what is the problem? You know, now you're not having to lug around, you know, you're getting paid more. You don't have to carry the, you know, the bins and you don't have to be in the hot sun all day. And he's like, I don't want to manage, you know, these people. I don't want to have to tell them what to do. I want to do this. And I think, you see that sometimes in a lot of companies where they just go, hey, that guy's a rock star. He's awesome. Yes. We're just going to make him the manager. It's like, whoa, yes. he doesn't want to be the manager. And you know, you got to find that out. And I think that's important, kind of, as you're saying, is let them kind of own that themselves to where if they want to be the manager, give them the tools, let them yes. learn and let them raise their own hand and say, hey, this is what I'd want to do. You know? Yes, I do find that in many organizations, what they do is promote your highest performing employee, but he's not, or he or she is not necessarily the best people manager. And that's when those, I think we discussed earlier about the IQ, EQ and AQ, because that's when that EQ and even the AQ really assists a person who's in a leadership role or new to a leadership role because they're learning to have those soft skills that are needed. They already have those defined technical skills, but now they need those soft skills and the intuition and, and, and the coaching that is needed to, and the feedback that is needed to provide to that employee of theirs or the direct report. Mm-hmm. Then they need the AQ to help adapt to the current situation, whether it's internally with the company or if it's with the world in and of itself, like what we're in now, AQ is very high and needed. 
Um, right now you have layoffs and unemployment and you have um, employees at work being with the money, uh, not money, but with responsibility. And now they're doing the jobs of two people opposed to just their one job. And now they're a bit of frustration. But if you are high in your AQ, your adaptability, you can embrace these moments and look at those moments when you're being asked to take on more responsibility as opportunities. And this is all part of developing your career during the pandemic is that now you have an opportunity to not just do what you were doing before, but to embrace another role and position that can further add to your business acumen, to your knowledge, your skills, your competencies, your abilities for opportunities, maybe in there may be a role later on down the road and the manager saw or leadership saw that you took on these responsibilities and you excelled at them. So now they see that as a stepping stone, like moving up in the organization. And what is it, you know, obviously this is wonderful. Total's got this and invested, you know, in you and a team and, you know, organization wide, you know, that they're seeing this, but maybe, you know, or not maybe there are plenty of people that just, Small businesses don't have, you know, HR, you know, some small, but I'm saying you're, you know, kind of maybe the micro, you know, your 15 man company, you know, they may not have an HR director, you know, they don't have that. What you can do some of this yourself, right? You know, does there, you know, what could somebody do, you know, right now, you know, if they're listening and say, you know, hey, I want to, you know, or, you know, A, what could they do? But then how do you let people know you've done it? You know, is it, you know, how do you, you know, if you're in that small business and you're kind of working to develop yourself, you know, personally and you take this or read that, you know, obviously reading a book, get an audible subscription, you know, go for a walk, you know, those things help. But it's can you, you know, is there something, you know, where is it, can you print the certificate? Do you just kind of accidentally let it lay on the floor in front of the <laughs> boss that, you know, hey, oh, I must have dropped that. You know, it's <laughs> it works. It, it may work if you if that's culture of the company, but, you know, the best thing about the internet, you know, but the best thing about the internet and a lot of our social media platforms now um, and, and technology has opened up a world of learning. You know, larger organizations have learning management systems. Um, of course, Total has one, but what an employee can do for themselves, LinkedIn is a great answer. Uh, I would advise professionals who are interested, young people who are interested as well, to join LinkedIn as a professional social network. They also have training that is available and that you can receive a certification. They even have an access to where you can promote that you did receive a certification or completed a certification online with them. You have Coursera, you have Udemy, you have so many different companies out there now that are offering free courses as well as courses that you can pay for on a monthly basis. You can even obtain your degree as well. So there are so many different avenues that you can achieve certain certifications. And I just believe in being a continuous learner and not necessarily gaining certifications if needed, but Excel, you can learn Excel from YouTube. Um, and what you do is you volunteer at that company. Hey, let me handle this. I'll I, a special project or a stretch assignment. Volunteer to do something outside of what you're currently doing. If you're a member of a church or an organization or anything of uh, volunteering with your child's school, 
there are opportunities there where you can showcase your talents and your capabilities, and then you utilize that and place that um, on your resume. I love the fact that with Total, what we do is in the whole talent development process is that we take all of the skills and acumen that you've developed across every avenue of your life, and we help guide you and and mold you into what your career and objectives are by using everything that you've used through over the course of the years. It's funny you said I was going to bring up the LinkedIn and I didn't know some of the other ones, but I've encouraged people with the internet now, and it's not always to me and I'm not in this, but it's, you don't always have to go get that degree. You know, it's not the only thing that has to go on the resume, like the new, the resume that I, you know, had, you know, that we all kind of grew up with was, you know, here's where I went, you know, to college, you know, here's, you know, the awards I graduated with, here's a couple references and here's where the places I've worked. But it's now it seems like they're, it's almost like a whole nother section of almost this, I don't know if I'd make the term, you know, micro learning, you know, to where it's all of these where it's like, and if I'm looking, you know, to grow, you know, myself, it doesn't have to even necessarily be right in that vertical of what I'm doing from a career path. It's like you said, I've got, you know, Excel 101. I've learned this. I've been through, you know, Skillshare. I've got this LinkedIn, you know, and it's just, you list all these things. And a lot of these things, they're not hard. They're not long. You know, it's give up a TV show at night, you know, and get a laptop, you know, and sit in front of it, you know, just give up one show. You know, you might do that two hour (laughs) binge before you go to bed, but give up 30 minutes. Next thing you know, you're going to have an impressive list, you know, where, yeah, it's great that you went to college, you know, 20 years ago, but you're, and if I was somebody and you tell me from an HR perspective, I could put my college from eight years ago and all the stuff, but if I've got if I was doing it, like I said, I'd break it out almost by month of I got this certification or this, you know, class or this course. I did this and just show it almost by every month. And so to me, an employer would look at that or somebody in HR go, yeah, they went to school, but man, they're continually learning on their own, their own time. To me as an employer and someone hires somebody, that would stick out to me. You know, they'd be very impressed, you know, to see something like that. That's good because you as an employer, that's all that matters. It's interesting because now HR used to be the place where everyone would come in and or inquire about positions or apply online. But you also find networking is key also. And so you, in addition to applying online, and I'll just give one note with your resume, because if it's a larger organization sometimes or even small, it doesn't matter, but um, to make sure you gear that still put everything on your resume, gear your skills, your knowledge, skills, and abilities and experience to what that position you are applying and and what that position may require, maybe even in the future. So gear your resume towards that so that a lot of systems now, the software that is in place in organizations, it kind of select those keywords sometimes and it will extract those words and then move your resume a little bit higher, especially if they're hundreds of resumes in a pile, right? You want to stand out. But in addition to um, creating a resume that is applicable to that position, also network, mentor, be a mentor or have a mentor as well. And you want to be strategic in your networking to ensure that that person can get you to where you want to go, not necessarily just network for the sake of networking, just be more strategic. 
and then just full force, you know, attack that position. If that's something you truly are interested in, then you should do that. Just not a one-step approach, but a multifaceted approach. Well, I think something you said there, I guess, really good advice, I would say, is if I take a break, don't make one resume and just exactly. send it out. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like people are like, I'm working on my resume. I got it done. And now I'm going to go send it to, you know, a hundred different companies. It's like, yes. whoa, you need to, you know, when people go fish, it's not just one piece of bait, right? You know, it's, <laughs> right. You know you've got a thousand different, everybody's looking for something a little different. You know, find a way to stand out, customize it, find, you know, find the job, you know, that you want. I like, um, Somebody said it, um, and I wish that somebody would have told me, you know, when I was younger, and I'll probably tell my kids, thought it was a really neat concept where, and this very well could be from a movie as far as I know, I just saw it online, where the guy goes in and he says, he goes to the employer and he's like, look, I just want to come work here for you for 90 days for free. I want to learn everything I can. I want to work, do not pay me a single day. And at the end of 90 days, if you'd rather pay me than lose me, then I'd love to have the job, you know, and I'll, I just, that sticks out to me, you know, it's that mindset. So that's a great mindset. I encourage um, students in the college to make sure that they try and obtain some form of an internship. And that's a great way to do so a great way to learn and maybe perhaps a great way to obtain full-time employment as well by volunteering. That's, I think, you know, like I said, with my kids, I, I don't want them stuck somewhere, you know, that they don't want to be or that they feel stuck. And it's, it, it's easy, you know, with life and bills and responsibilities where you can't necessarily at some point, you know, like I know plenty of college kids have got plenty of 90 day stints where they could go without, you know, doing anything. But, you know, for most people in life, you know, you, that's not an option. So, you know, maybe do it sooner, but even still, just like you said, to use that network where maybe you can't go volunteer, but if you can, build a professional network and be able to tell people, this is what I'm looking for. This is who I'm trying to find. That's what we like. I personally like, I love getting referrals. When we say, you know, we're hiring, you know, we go internal first and say, does anybody know anybody? This is who we want because we've made some bad hires in the past. And, and it's not because the skills of the person, it's the personality. Like it's, we now, when we're going to hire you, like we bring you in, it's like, you're coming to lunch with the team, you know, and we're going to find out if we like you or not. And you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Have but, your good fit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it sounds like there's plenty of things people can do these days. And it's awesome to hear that you guys are proactively working that, you know, from, especially the size, you know, total is and what you guys have done. And hopefully this gives some people some ideas on, you know, that you're not, I've always let you're never stuck. You know, if you feel like, you know, you're stuck or you're tired, you know, it's, there's always a way, you know, there's always some option, but it's going to take a little bit of work. Don't watch the one hour show, you know, work <laughs> on, you know, yes. if you're looking for, you know, a new job, spend some time doing some personal development, go to some of these classes, get some of those things, spend two, three weeks doing that with that hour a night from not watching the show, then maybe go find the 10 companies you want to work for and then write 10 different resumes Yeah, yes. and get it to those companies, you know, right. and 10 different cover letters and explain exactly. why and what value you could bring. And you can more than likely got a pretty good shot, you know, and if not, you just keep trying. 
So. You can remain fluid, agile, and resilient. And yes, just keep at it. Oh, you, you didn't say my drinking word of 2020 was pivot. You know, like you got to pivot. You know. It is, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I do say that a lot, though. I, I'm trying not to. It's just these key words sometimes that just keep bubbling up. But pivot is one. And that's the adaptability, right? The AQ, you mm-hmm. got to be able to pivot. So that's key. It is. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking some time today to hang out with us and, you know, kind of shed some light. Love to have you come back if you got any ideas, you know, and, you know, give us an update. We'd love to have you back. And I think this is something, hopefully people, like I said, I don't want people to feel stuck. I think it's amazing what you guys are doing and there's always a way, you know. Yes, there is. There is. If there's a will, there's a way. And there are plenty of people out here willing to assist as well. And thank you for having me today. Thank you for having to tell. Thank you for this time to share this information. I think is very important, especially during our wonderful times that we're having currently. So thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. Awesome. Well, you have a great day. You as well. Bye. Okay.